Podcast Yggdrasil. And we're back. Hello, Andy. So you're gonna top the end of the world. Yes, we... Try me, bitch. This is the end of our trilogy. Like, I started you with Afghanistan. You (laughs) upped me with the end of the world. And now we're gonna go to an even darker place. The trilogy of misery. We're gonna talk about child porn and pedophiles. Oh, God. Okay, let's <laughs> oh, let's give it a go. I'm pretty sure me just saying that put us on the list somewhere. Oh, bring it. So, Apple has announced that um, if you use their services, for instance, you know, like iCloud, which is their Sky-based, you know, thing, whenever you upload something there, they're going to be checking what you're uploading against a database to see if what you're uploading is child porn. They're, Holy shit. They're also going to be putting this into other things so you know the, the that is not happening at once but the plan is that when you upload to where just to their iCloud to iCloud but they're okay. also going to you know improve this so basically they're going to if you were using you know one of their chatting applications they're going to be searching through that looking for those kinds of things for keywords and stuff um, I mean or images I'm assuming images but I'm assuming that means they're going to probably search through the whole thing as well hmm. they're going to be looking in you know this is going to be you know after a while, probably integrated in, like, if you have an iPhone. So if you put images in your iPhone, they're going to check that against the database. And uh, basically, they want to know everything you have and all you're doing, because you might be a pedophile. Well, that's fucked up. Holy yeah. shit. It uh, opens a lot of interesting door when it comes down to our privacy. Yeah, I mean, I think most people... Are very apathetic when it comes to their to their privacy. I think most people kind of assume already that they have no privacy. They just I don't think it's so much that they assume. I think it's more of a like they don't really think about it or understand what's happening. But yeah, well, that's what I mean. But it, let's if I went home and asked my girlfriend, "Hey, do you think everything you write and every image you upload to your iPhone, you think?" Apple has careful access. with those images. That's all I'm saying. Do you think Apple has access to those images? I'm pretty sure she'd say, "Yeah, I think so." I just don't think it would. Yeah, like you said, it's not a big thing on her mind. Uh, I'll, I'm not saying I would be surprised if she said that, but I I think that a lot of people wouldn't even think of it that way. They would think of it like, I mean, it's on a server somewhere, but nobody really knows what's there or check it or can look at it without a court order or... Yeah, I mean, the fact that they're going to be screening every single file you upload, that's uh, that's a new level of terrifying when it comes to surveillance and... Yeah, and I mean, if they're going to screen everything in your chat, I mean, that probably means that they also have the technology there to see what you're writing and yeah, of keep course. that saved. Or, like, I mean, maybe, you know, if you're truly going to pr- protect the children, like, sure, maybe they don't upload child porn, but what if they're talking about children? Hmm. It's the classical, first they came for the pedophiles, and I didn't care because, oh God, keep those horrible people away from me. And uh, Snowden has been out and says that this is really terrible, because obviously it is, and it's... If we think about, and I guess this kind of makes this subject a bit moot, but we know how easy it is for the American government or maybe other governments or corporations, but specifically the American government, to just go into Apple says, hey, there's a court order. This is a national security thing. You're not allowed to talk about this. You're not allowed to... I mean, you can go to this court, but it's not going to be public. And then they can, you know, 
make them, give them what they want. The FBI can't, but the NSA can't. The CIA probably don't have that jurisdiction, but they might want to go into that kind of business. Mm. And if they can just go and empty out from these companies, while these companies is making it possible to just go into your phone or whatever technology from them you're using. And let's be honest, 99% of all technology we use at the moment are from like five different companies. Yeah. So if you're one place, they have all the shit on you. They have your porn dog. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> joke's on them. <laughs> I'm into that. And I mean... What even is shaved furry it, porn? It puts down some interesting questions because, first of all, they're going to do this to protect children. But if they have a database of known child porn, it's not like this will stop any new child porn from spreading. Yeah, and I'm also curious, the data they're going to be collecting, you know, text logs, images, that kind of thing, uh, what are they going to do with that data? Are they going to sell that data? Because, you know, let's say they do search through your texts and keep those logs. You can use that data to find out uh, if a person, how they're politically inclined, uh, what movies they like watching, what TV shows they like watching, uh, what, they like, what they like to eat. You can, I mean, I'm not a computer scientist myself, but I know that, or analyst, but you can, I know you can use those that data to find out a lot about people and uh, that can be sold and used for you know political purposes and marketing purposes yeah i mean considering that we're living in a time in which personal information is talked about as the new oil i mean sure they're saying that you know this will be kept completely private except when i find something and give it to the government mm. But, like, a lot of things were supposed to be kept private. Like, you know, when uh, Facebook bought WhatsApp, they were not going to look into any of that data. <laughs> and right now, they're looking into a whole lot of that data. I mean, uh, one thing we should keep... You should, everyone should just keep one thing, one rule in mind when it comes to the actions of corporations. If a corporation chooses to do something, there's very likely profit in it. They They only have, like one primary motivation for anything they do and that's profits so when apple tells me that hey they want my want to look through my iphone and you know surveil all my shit that tells me that there's money to make there for them somehow yeah and i mean by all means the money to be made here could be that they want to keep you know sort of like a disney image like you could give your kid an iphone we're the no-child-porn company. You'll be fine. Yeah. But, like I said, that doesn't come around the problem that, like, for it to be found there, it needs to exist in an existing database. And first of all, as I'm understanding, this database will be, like, it's not a public record. It's, you know, something that Apple will keep themselves. And I assume collaborate with governments, but... Is it just me, or is it weird that the private companies should have, like, records of naked children? Like, I'm assuming that they will have, like, not the actual images, but just, like, you know, the, the metadata that, you know, would find those images. But 
you could also, like, if you're really into child porn, I'm sure you would learn how to... Get around that shit. Yeah, like, because if you just crop the picture a bit differently or, like, you know, turn on the shading, like, sure, if you have some really sophisticated systems, you might be able to, to see that. But still, that if you're opening to, you know, still being able to deal with that, then the question comes, like, well, there will be a margin of error. And then, you know, suddenly, I mean, sure, you're probably not going to go to jail for that, but are we going to have to deal with, you know, the way you can randomly get banned of places, you can, like, randomly get police on the door because the codes on a picture you had was like sim somewhat similar to something that was of a naked child and also i mean let's think about this this way sure this wouldn't be flagged but you're a father mm -hmm. your phones you're as you said the mother in the scenario here she has an iphone and i mean when people take pictures of their young children like Sometimes they're naked. Yeah, I mean, they don't really you know, I mean, think about Matthew, it. It's not in a sexual way, but like... Matthew, just a couple months ago, this summer, uh, my son, he was uh, bathing in outside. And uh, we took a picture where my girlfriend was holding him up. And yeah, in that picture, you could see his dick. And we sent that to his grandparents. And is, is that going to be flagged in their filter? Am I going to have, have to talk to the cops? Because of something like that, yeah. It's, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but no, but like I yeah, mean, it's a very, <laughs> it's a very realistic the, example. Exactly, of something that the, could happen. Yeah, and it's you know, the, because there are two ways of doing this. Like either you're like you're drawing the line based upon like the computer says this, or this is a naked child, or you would need somebody to you know look at this and you know deal with context, and then essentially you have a private company. Hiring people to look at naked children. I mean, if you want less pedophiles, I'm not sure that's the plan of action. Yeah, no, I'm. I don't know enough about this subject and how these companies treat the data they collect to, you know, say this with any authority. But like you said, I think I think most pedophiles. It, it's such an egregious crime, and it's such a. It's such a life-ruining event if you're, uh, if you're connected to you know pedophilia at all. Even just the accusation of pedophilia can ruin your life. Yeah, I mean, what, uh, what would happen to your job? Like, yeah, like you're fucked regardless. And uh, I think because of that, pedophiles, I think they're, I think they're afraid, scared enough of the consequences of their shit that. They they already if they if they're gonna be sending each other images, I think they're gonna be doing it through some other service, not through an iPhone or through iCloud. Like, is ninety percent of the internet is on the dark web, so why not just use some dark web service, uh, some anonymous service where you can? Uh, isn't that what they do? I mean, like, it's <laughs> what I assume. I'm but not the worst in that, pedophilia, but yeah, may, maybe like iCloud is just like, you know, perfectly for images of children. I have no idea. I'm not sure how. And I would also assume that, I mean, if you want to protect children, what one would assume you would try to, you know, stop from happening was new pictures being taken and spread, you know, like, you know, somebody takes a nude on their self on Snapchat or they're 
gone into the wrong, you know, chat room and talks to somebody who wants pictures of them, and you know, that's where you would ha want to have a failsafe. Like, if the picture is out there, like, no offense, it's out there. And I don't mean that that's a good thing, but even if all platform, like, put this in, like you said, I'm pretty sure this is not the platform that are being used to spread these things. Yeah, that's the... Yeah, it just... And, you it know, doesn't seem to me like this is something that will effectively combat pedophilia yeah. and the spread of these images at all. And that's why it leaves, like, you know, a sour so taste in my mouth, which is like... If this doesn't really gonna help a lot, but it is gonna cost a lot of money. I mean, maybe not a lot, but you know, there's gonna they're gonna have to put tons of work into it. Like, I mean, you were raging earlier when you were trying to use Facebook and it like didn't work probably, and mm. the issues you had could easily be fixed with you know little bit of code. This is gonna require a lot more. So, what's the profit they're seeing? Yeah, like. Why are why would they do this? And let's be honest, they're not gonna do anything unless they're gonna benefit from it themselves. So they're not just gonna do this out of altruism. Uh, there's some benefit in it for them. I don't know what, but yeah. Don't trust this company to be doing yeah. something for the common good just because it's for the common good. And I mean, things always happen in this way. Like when your privacy is taken, it's always for a quote-unquote good reason. We need to be able to listen to your phones to stop the terrorists. We need to be able to look at your logs in case you're a pedophile. Like, it used to be, you know, back in the good old days, that you were innocent until proven guilty. That, you know, there would have to be investigations, and there would have to be, you know, your day in court. But if everything is surveilled, what, what kind of freedom is left? And I don't mean, you know, the freedom to look at these pictures, because it's not like we don't have police trying to catch pedophiles. It happens all the time, where it's like, oh, we find this secret hub of sharing child porn, and now, you know, people are getting arrested in all these states and all these countries, because we went in, we infiltrated these places, and we looked at all the addresses, but it seems like that would be, you know, a more effective way than just looking at all the pictures that's being sent. Hmm. Yeah, I don't have a good answer for you, man. Uh, like you said, we're already being surveilled. Our information is not private anymore. Uh, but, yeah, maybe this, maybe this is just one, one more big step towards a society where we are openly surveilled and where everything you do is caught by the government. And... Uh, yeah, I mean, they do this in steps, you know, invading our privacy. You can't yeah. You can't swallow it all in one bite. You have to nibble. And I mean, take it away piece by piece. Even though they have some of the technology to do this already, the problem here is it's going to be made even easier for them. But you know, we talked last episode about how there would need to be fighting back going on to stop the world from ending basically. But it's really hard to fight back if like they could just like Oh, we're hearing people are planning a protest. Let's just check all the messages on different phones and see, you know, people are going to go. Mm. Like, if you can stop things from happening before they happened, and I mean, if it's with a pedophile, it's a good thing, but it also puts the possibility of so many things being stopped before they're happening. Yeah, there's. I think there's more potential for bad than good. 
through this. And uh, yeah, I, I wasn't aware of this at all. <laughs> I hadn't caught that. Yeah, and I mean, that's... I mean, I don't have an iPhone. I hate Apple products, but I mean, I have a an Android Android phone, Samsung. <laughs> they're not they're not much yeah. better. And you know, when I read about this, I read about that you know Facebook was considering doing something similar. They didn't have much more info, and so I can't you know put them on blast in the same way. Fucking Facebook. But you know that's the problem because like you only need like three or four companies to do this, and now you can't get out of the web anymore unless you want to like send a raven with a letter I don't know <laughs> send a telegram and I mean people have been able to communicate and give things since a really long time ago like I think that the same people who are like have no problem with this would feel that it was really weird if like every time you send a letter the government, or even more, private companies, would open those letters and look into them. Like, you sh we should ask people, hey, how would you feel if every time you sent a dick pic, some government employee checked it out? I mean, I know somebody who would like it. <laughs> yeah, but like most people would say, I don't want that. I don't want them seeing my dick or my pussy. This was exclusively meant for the woman who may or may not really like it. Yeah. <laughs> Random dickpics. <laughs> I'll bet she'll love it. But yeah, uh, I don't really know how to, where to go from this because it's just, yeah, added to the pile. I mean, it's another step towards zero privacy. It's a hard thing to talk about in many ways because I feel like, you know, when I'm saying this, it feels stupid, not in the way that like, it feels like I'm protecting, you know, evil criminals. But more in the sense that, like, we already know NSA can do this. But... So why whine about it? Yeah. But it's, you know, like you said, you pay attention to the news a lot more than, you know, the average person. It's not really something that's talked about. You would think that, you know, our privacy is falling is something that would have an effect that should be, you know, discussed publicly that... Government should have a say in whether or not Apple, a private company, can, you know, collect information about you may be looking at child porn. And, you know, th no, that's the problem with a private service because it's Apple's product. And that's the, that's what these, these companies have been doing more and more over the last few decades. They give us a product and a use for that product. And now they've started to expand the expand their jurisdiction yeah. when it comes to that product. For example, 20, 30 years ago, 20 years ago, if you make a phone call to someone, you didn't expect, if you, yeah, let's say you, from your old Nokia, you, you make a call with your Nokia phone. And when you do that, you didn't expect Nokia to be sitting on every, every word you texted or an audio recording of every conversation you had. You didn't, didn't expect them to do that, that would, that would be considered insane. But now, that's a given. It's starting to become a given that, yeah. well, you're, you're using an Apple product to make your call, so uh, your your conversation and your texts are actually Apple uh, property. And, you know, let's look at this in a kind of different way as well. Like, sure, they're probably going to give this over to the governments or, you know, I'm not sure how they could you know be able to do this everywhere because, you know, different law, different places can make things... I mean, it should make it in a way that, like, you know, the government locally would have to deal with it, but 
think about how many cases of things fall through, like how many rape cases never goes to court. You know, an easy way for this could be like, you know, the government saying that, ah, the data here is a bit unreliable. Like, you have this, and maybe the same, but we don't have the manpower to look into this. And then Apple suddenly are like, you know, hey, we could do that for you. We could take over the judicial responsibilities, and then you just, you know, lock them up. Mm. Like, it feels kind of insane to say this, but it also feels kind of natural. But in this heavily, heavily privatized world, are we starting to lean to the place where, like, judicial systems could be something that's end up privatized? Dude, the judicial system is full, fully... <laughs> It's uh, it's already in the process of being privatized. I mean, just look at uh, okay, weird example, but the uh, the uh, football World Cup in Brazil. Yeah. When was that? Twenty fourteen, I think. Fourteen, I think. Uh, they, I don't know if you know this, but um, I think it was Budweiser. Uh, okay, I, I don't remember which dirty fucking company this was, but. Uh, I think it was Budweiser. As part of their sponsorship agreement, uh, when there was a there was a case where some uh, tourists during the World Cup were uh, robbed at gunpoint by someone, and that those people, I think they were arrested on a Wednesday, sentenced on a Thursday, and started serving time. The, uh, a day later, on Saturday. See, Andy, this is proof that there's too much bureaucracy in the public system. But that that was a a um, oh, I don't remember the word for it, but it, I, that was a basically a Budweiser court because they knew that hey, our when tourists come to the World Cup and get robbed, they want justice fast. So yeah, I don't remember the details, but that was basically a privatized court where people were arrested one day sentenced the next and started serving prison time a day later yeah and it's I it's mean, already happening i've not been done reading about this too much yet when i do it will probably end up as an own episode but apparently it's someplace in nevada or maybe it's just you know in nevada in general that they're considering this but opening up the possibility for private companies to create their own counties and uh, <laughs> that's insane having their own laws and tax their regulation own their own kingdoms yeah they're only the fucking kingdoms. Robber baron states, basically. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And, uh, I mean, not many people like pedophiles. I understand that. Nobody wants to see children get hurt. Me neither. And we don't like terrorism. Like, we like terrorism when we don't view it as terrorism. Like, you know, when America threw the Brits in the water, I'm pretty sure the Brits consider them terrorists. But, you know... The point I'm making here is I mean, the difference between a, ter a terrorist and freedom fighter is whether you w you succeed in your revolution. Yeah. But my point here is, it's really scary when this kind of work is removed from, you know, the public. The public that does this job that has you know only answer to laws and regulations and sure is underfunded and should be able to do a better job if it was properly funded. There are problems. I'm not going to say that. But leaving this to private companies? That's insane. I mean, we talk a lot about how much companies fuck up or how much they're willing to, you know, put under the rug. Like, if you get a wrong 
wrong um, fuck, uh, sentence against you. There are things you can do. You could, uh, you know, sue. You could get, so, get some money back. You could appeal. You could, like, even if you sit a lot and spend a lot of time in jail and then, you know, oh, turns out the DNA is wrong, you can do things. But if that was against, you know, say, Apple, they're not going to let that happen. They're not going to make sure that, you know, you could get your freedom back. They would rather, you know, lock you and keep you somewhere. Like, they're perfectly fine leaving the cost of innocent people on the inside if it's better for the profit margins. Yeah, and if these people are the ones influencing, you know, the the elected officials, then the elected elected officials have no incentive no incentive to uh, uh, to actually pursue justice for anyone who's wronged by this private company. So, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I was a bit dismissive at first, but yeah, this is a, it's a dark development. It's a dark development, and, you know, the scary thing is, like, yeah, even though not many enough do it, people talk about the environment and the problems we have. Hmm. People talk about that it would be better if workers had more rights and unionized. Not a lot of people are talking about how our privacy literally evaporated in 10 years. Mm. Like, Yeah, it went quickly. <sighs> okay, people, let's not give all our private information to Apple. Yeah, Google wants some as well. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> okay. So, uh, people, don't diddle kids and companies... Stop diddling my information. Well said. <laughs>